So uh, we've got Lex Divine, not not Ryan. I shouldn't call you Ryan, or should I call you Lex now? I mean, this is sort of a kayfabe breaking podcast, right? So yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're sitting next to each other on a couch, and in kayfabe. Uh, the most interaction we've ever had is him reading bullying tweets to me in front of a crowd. Uh, uh-huh. okay. So we well, don't, we're not together and are not, like, living together in different so. Right, in, 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 in the wrestling world. That's okay. So I'm supposed to be Italian, so, you know, and, and, and I'll have spaghetti tonight, but that's about the only thing about me that's, that's, that's actually Italian. Don't tell... Uh, uh, Monty from Monty and the Pharaoh. He gets so upset at that. For some reason, Monty from Monty and the Pharaoh thinks that like my pretending that I was Italian is like the most offensive thing that's ever happened in the history of wrestling. And us to so we have questions from fans, mm-hmm. and I'm here to answer them. And uh, just I, I may blather on and on and on, but I will get to a point eventually with your help. Like so, what, in my introductions, I will get to a point eventually. And here is the first point I'm going to get to a question, or actually it's more of a statement slash question. And it says, please ask Dutch. Dutch, do you know who up in New York is talking about you? Uh, yes. There's, there's two answers to that, really. Mm-hmm. One of them, you say, who? And they said, nobody. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. good on sound yep. are you okay to go yeah growing up adopted knowing I'm adopted the one and only thing that I've always tried to do make my mom and dad proud of me we had a friend he his son played hockey he says maybe that would be a good sport for him to get Mike to get into played them all except goalie he said he's too big yeah he covered the whole net <laughs> He had 33-inch thighs. This was as an eighth grader. He had 19-inch calves. He had a size 16 and a half neck. It was just, it was just like a solid piece of granite. I've known Mike, to be honest, really too fucking long. <laughs> he hit you with the arms and you, it's like taking it to the body, shiver. He got into the normal scrapes like all, all kids do. He was a bully, and uh, anytime he didn't get his way, you know, he would he would try to, or he would he wouldn't try, he would. Um... He bully you. 25, 26 years old, man. I was, you know, on top of the world. I was like, oh my god, I just, you know, I'm wrestling, you know, for the WWF. They decided they wanted to give me a character, half man, half beast, and they wanted to put this big giant bullhead on me. Vince probably spent a hundred thousand dollars on this fucking bullhead. That I only wore like five, six times. I grabbed Vince by the arms and I'm talking to him through the mouth of this bullhead. And I said, Vince, I got this. I said, don't worry about it. I had a good friend of mine die in the ring in my arms in Bremen, Germany in 1993, Larry Cameron. He had a heart attack in the middle of the ring and I watched this guy of black color turned to an ash gray. 
I bought a ring and fixed it up and opened up my company, had a few shows, and then that's when I found out that C6 was touching my spinal cord and my career was over. For those of you who don't know what CTE syndrome is, it's a chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which stands for uh, one too many concussions. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV, straight out of Ron Conkama, Long Island. At the board, Abe, the man, the myth, the legend in the house, looking fresh. He's got his man bun on, looking hey, good, what's buddy. What's going on, brother? You growing a stash? A little bit. I'm trying. I'm trying to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Pencil mustache. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's that's never good enough. <laughs> and there's my co-host. There she is, Miss Daniela Petro, the birthday girl. How are you? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. How are you doing, darling? <laughs> Let me ask you, coming out of your first show, how did it feel? Was it totally natural? You felt comfortable? What did you think? I mean, I've always felt comfortable talking with you, so I, I just made it seem like it was a FaceTime. That's it. Right? Absolutely. It was very organic. Yeah, it was organic. We have a we have a bit of an organic relationship, milady. I think uh that's we it. We do. I, I uh, by the way that, Look at that. Flowers. Birthday flowers from the Monte the Flower show and for well deserved guys. after your performance. I love you guys. <laughs> after I your performance last like week we should have sent you eight thousand bouquets. So I'm I'm excited for this week's show because um, Jamie Dundee, he's hey, a friend. Hey, do you friend. have your drink? What's that? Do you have your drink? I do. Okay. Cheers Maybe sure I'm to not you. Alone. Cheers, Cheers to you. You will never drink alone again, my friend. Cheers. Um, Jamie Dundee will be here shortly where we'll have an interview with him. And uh, nice. I almost feel like this is, you know... I don't know, not the, it's almost like a superhero movie, right? It's Daniela Petro and Jamie Dundee. This could be like, God knows what's going to happen tonight, man. I'm, I'm excited. I might just keep my mouth shut and just let you guys talk. Well, you, you know, I'm the villain, right? <laughs> you are, you are the villain. Do you like the role of the villain? I think we all low key kind of like, we, we kind of root for the villain. I mean, we got Maleficent. She was evil, but technically good. I, I'm, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it. I'm gonna roll with it. I'll so be the bad guy. If you so if you're what do they call that in wrestling? I'll be the heel. That's what I was gonna say. You're comfortable playing the heel. And you know what? You, and you're not soft too, right? You're tough. You're tough, right? So you can handle all that that backlash that comes out of heel for for their evil doings, right? Oh. oh. Bring it on. A queen doesn't listen to the sounds of peasants. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So before we get into the main subject, which everybody knows we got to get into considering what happened last week, I want to start What's off on a, a better note. <laughs> what was it like? How was your birthday? What did you do? Tell everybody out there what it was like yesterday in the life of Daniela Petro on her 36th birthday, young lady. No, we're going to tell people we're to turn 26, though. Mom's the word. 26. <laughs> not 36. 26. Actually, this, this year, shockingly, I've always avoided my birthday. As a mom, you kind of just grown accustomed to it's another day. But um, surprisingly, I mean, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, the flowers were a big deal. I was wondering why you were asking me if I was home yet. <laughs> Well, you know what it is when when you order the flowers, right? You're always concerned that they get to where they're going because nothing oh, nothing's worse boxes. than stuff not getting there and then having to deal with, oh, well, we'll replace it. It's after the fact. Her birthday is today. Yeah. I don't want her to get it tomorrow. You know, you understand what I'm saying? No, and I'm I'm actually happy my kids didn't open this box because even if it's like Amazon, it's it's I'm like where's my shit and i oh i opened the box and i'm like they left this one alone and i was like okay that's awesome and i'm like who is this from nice <laughs> but nice. no it was it was my clients my clients were amazing my clients gifted me i even had an ex pop up and send me a nice little gift and i was just like oh god exes are exes for reasons so but no, it was definitely um, it it was probably one of the best birthdays I've had in in quite a very long time, and I haven't even done anything. Just the love that I received was the biggest like gift that I could get. Oh, so. Good for you, and it's well deserved. All right, Thank so you. last week after last week's show, the I'm not going to say the shocking happened, but um, the WWE had came to terms with your ex, Matt Riddle. Um, I thought I'd give oh. you the time to share with everybody your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> and I, want, I want to give you the floor, so have at it, my friend. <laughs> oh, I shared my – oh, I, I burst it. I was wondering why my phone was blowing up, like, blowing up and I'm in the middle of working I'm cooking I'm doing a bunch of stuff and finally I'm just like oh this one person I had to answer and I was like she doesn't call me like that answered it and she's like they released him and I'm like get the fuck out of here well it's about damn time for one it's about time but two I am an overshare as you know I have no filter and I just, it's like vomit of the mouth and just whatever I'm thinking just comes out. So I decided to share my enthusiasm towards his release and 
good God almighty. This is why I'm not wearing this, this crown for uh, my birthday. I am wearing this crown because I have been initiated into the villain club. I guess I am responsible for his demise, which I thought, you know, failing drug tests and like accusing people of sexual assault that are like police officers in airports. I didn't know I had that much control. So I am now the evil queen and I am the reason why Matt Riddle got fired on uh, X. That's what everyone says. So, you know, wearing this crown, like, like I was born with it. That's it. Now, Quick question. Um, we were covering on the earlier show, uh, you know, people have their Twitter sites or whatever, uh, and AEW is another wrestling organization, and they had a site that was called AEW Botch. And the actual, I guess, I don't know what you call him, a tweeter or whatever the hell he is, or whatever website he had, he got death threats uh, to his family and his his friends or whatever. Have you ever, has anyone ever gotten that, have any crazy Matt Riddle fans ever gotten that crazy with you? Oh my God, I have a whole, I hate that it's called X because I'm so used to calling it Twitter. <laughs> There's a whole X account with my mugshot photo <laughs> that is dedicated to me, literally everything, custody battles, you name it, they posted it. But no, even with the breakup, um, Fans really didn't like me dating him when it came out that him and Lisa got divorced. I was enemy number one because no one wants to see a family broken up. So, like, I've already been on the shit list. So, coming into it, I was damned. <laughs> like, so then when the breakup happens and I start exposing what I went through in my relationship with him to validate the accusations that were made against him before me, it was definitely... Um, some of the stuff was, I'm, I'm going to show you what it's like to be raped or I'm going to hurt your kids or I have your address. And one of them sent me an address. Thank God it wasn't a current address, but one that was two years old. And like, I'm going to, I'm going to hurt you. And when it comes to my children, that's, that's the, the one thing I'm, I'm like, you're crossing the line. Like, say what you want. Call me a cow. Call me a voodoo queen. They've called me everything. But, like, my children have nothing to do with this. So it's, like, that's where it got kind of scary with um, the threats of, like, harm to my children. And, like, I'll make your children watch what I'm going to do to you. And, like, that, that, that's, that's how foul some of these addictive fans have gotten. And it's on an everyday occasion. I mean, even now, it's calmed down. The more I speak, the more threats I get. Less I speak, the less threats I get. So it's on a good day, I can get 50, 60 on, on a slow day. I can get maybe two or three. Do you, after this all happened, right? It settles in, um, Riddle's life is now changed forever, right? He's, he's not a spring chicken. He's 38, I believe. Right. I'm just talking. Yeah. But it's not dead. yeah. <laughs> not dead. Um, was there any remorse on your end? Like, maybe I shouldn't have gone this far. I feel bad for him. Uh, well, tell me why. No, none whatsoever. Why? I have no remorse because, yes, I have said and told my side of what I've gone through. 
in my experiences. But I didn't force him to party and do drugs and go in and out of rehab. I didn't force him to cheat on his wife before me and have an affair with a mistress. I didn't force him to do these things to women. I didn't force him to make allegations against law enforcement. I didn't force him to do any of this stuff. So no, I have no remorse. I have no regrets. As I teach my children, accountability. With every action, there is a reaction. You are so concerned about providing for your children and everything else. There is a straight and narrow path. All you have to do is follow it. It's right there. But he chose to make his own path and not follow the one that was going to keep his career, that was going to make him excel, that was going to keep his bank account rolling. So I have no remorse. You did this to your damn self. Did any of the, I don't want you to name names because I don't want to put in a spot, but after you separated with him, um, did anyone reach out to you from the WWE who might have met with you in your relationship with him to say, hey, I'm glad you got away from him? I had, um, I kept a, a friendly communications with with one male, um, one because we had a lot of heart to hearts and even he was going through some stuff with his own personal relationships. Um, but no, with Matt, uh, a lot of them just kind of just, one of them, his, his intentions were completely not to be friendly, but friendly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, a lot of them kind of just faded off. Still cool with one, pop in, check in once in a while. And I even told him, I was like, I have no ill will towards you. Like, and even close personal ones that I was hanging out with on a day-to-day -day basis when I was with him. It kind of sucks because it's like a lot of rumors that like, oh, I said this or I whatever. I had no issues with any of them, nor I, I personally like them, but I can see where like loyalty lies and, you know, the kind of, I'm a very outspoken person. So it's like, you know, you don't want to go towards the fire. You want to go away from the fire. So I, I can understand why a lot of them parted ways with even just communications with me. Um, but yeah. Are you now ready to move on? Do you feel like the mission is now a con I don't want to call it a mission because it kind of puts you in a bad light. I've been moving on. I've been. The only reason I ever say anything is when something like Google pops up news or I get a million, million people just like sending me stuff like, look what happened, look what your ex did now. And then I'm like, oh, I always got to say something. I always got to put my two cents in. <laughs> well, I, I think. I can't I think... bite my tongue. I think you're almost through the woods, and uh, again, for our show, I think we move on, and we're we're going to do well. I think uh, you're an incredible, credible co-host, and we got so much to talk about and so many interviews to do. So, I personally, when this went down, um, was happy for you um, through our relationship. Not that I knew Matt Riddle or really cared about Matt Riddle in any way whatsoever, but through our relationship from what you told me and what we've talked about many times, I was happy uh, for all the women that had issues um, without it oh, being. We all called each other. We right. all. This was like our little, like, it, granted, some of us, it's hard to prove what we went through. Even in the court of law, it's, it's just really hard to prove sexual abuse in a relationship um 
but it was like our own justice. Like we got just a like we'll take that little win where we can, you know. Right. The the weird thing to me is this guy had the world in the palm of his hands, right? And he just had it to act a certain a certain way. No, and I will never knock. I will never knock. He was an amazing character to watch. Like amazing. He was very talented. Very, very talented. And that's the sad part is you wasted that on what? Like you threw it all away. And he's always been a wrestler. I mean, he was, I think he was state in college. Like he's always had that. So it's like to see someone who has so much potential, so much charisma, a relatable character that just like is literally his own demise. He's his own worst enemy. I can, there could be a thousand of me. It doesn't matter. It's what you do with it, you know? And it's just like, it is a shame because he was, especially when I saw him live the first time, honestly, I can see, I'm not even a wrestling fan. I can see why people love his character. He's a lovable guy, and it and it sucks. And God, in the rain, the things that we do, like crazy, like it just it sucks. That it's a waste of talent. I I agree wholeheartedly. Incredible talent, incredible athlete, but you know you just you you just can't treat people that way. Well, let's move on. I'd like to thank the band that sings the theme song of Monty Nefaro, own Jimmy Farrow, who's in Florida. He made an appearance, Daniela, on the first show. He had some internet issues, but it was good to see him. He's starting a whole new life in the land of Florida. Um, our own I Jimmy might have Farrow. to come visit him. I'm, I'm, we're in the same state now. We're kind of neighbors, but are you, gonna, are you going to go see him? I'll, I'll, I'll make a trip. I love road trips. All right. Well, we got to, we got to work that out. That'd be kind of fun. I'd love to see you guys together. That'd be freaking awesome. Me and Jimmy him Farrell. sitting next to each other. <laughs> Jimmy Farrell, along with his partner, Bart Riggs, make up the band Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs in my dreams. This life, not far behind. Here comes rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Hear them on Spotify, Apple Music, and Reverb Nation. If you didn't know it, you are watching Monty and the Petro Show. I might have to change that to the Monty and the Petro YouTube channel, the Monty and the Faro Facebook Live page. Hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Twitch TV, and if you're lucky enough to live in New York, where over 150,000 fans saw you last week, Daniela. Do you know that? Ooh. On channel 115 and channel 20. You, 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 it's growing like crazy. And if anyone didn't know it, we're also on a network called Intuitive. Intuitive is like a kind of a new Netflix. It's free. It's got documentaries. It's got music videos. It's got freaking sports. And most importantly, it's got the anchor show, Monty Nefaro Intuitive, I-N-2-I-T-I-V-E Network. Um, again, it's free. Download it. If it's uh, free, it's for me. That's it, man. That's the key word. Jamie Dundee coming for an interview. He should be in here shortly. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then it's Petro and Dundee the rest of the way. I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. It'll be crazy.
Oh. Manscaped. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says Weed Whacker. <laughs> I'm scared. Maven, Manscaped. What are you thinking about Love Manscaped, it. dude? He Love it. it. What do you use it for? Necessity. <laughs> what don't I use it for? Put it this way. <laughs> the only hair I have on my entire body is these eyebrows. Yeah. Oh. You see these wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. That is it. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I have. And that's all I want. That's the So pick. Manscaped. There's a must. We were talking before the show. There's nothing worse than just hair. Yeah. Right? Hair on a woman, hair on a man. It's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas. Absolutely. I hate it. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Just going to go out there. Oh, boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. Yes. <laughs> Again, I don't want you to have to admit this because we... As men, we try not to admit this, but if you're going to go oh, do I the know deed it. on a woman, I know would you rather have her be hairless or a little hair, racing stripe, or <laughs> racing stripe. full retro bush? <laughs> racing well, stripe. Retro bush is out. Yes, thank you. Retro bush is out. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a small, well-manicured landing strip. <laughs> Every now and then, if it's completely, and I'm talking like baby's ass bald, Mm. Then I, I start, where is that pedophilia line that yeah. I'm, that I'm, I don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that. That's very interesting. Like that. I never thought about wow. that. You're a smart dude. Oh, yeah. So if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly, you're cool with that. If the landing strip is, has, like I said, well manicured, yeah. you yeah. can see both sides. It's not like blinking lights on both sides of that. I just don't, I don't want, <laughs> you know, I don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. unwanted areas on that gotcha. as well. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, look but what you found. Ooh, I got to be all honest gotcha. though. Hey, the, ah. the, the older <laughs> I get though, I don't. I think I don't think I can be as. Uh, I as, found as, it. Have, I found have it. Have you ever gone down there and like just like you, she slowly brings down the underwear? Then what is retro? Just Absolutely. Retro. You're like, Whoa. Wow. Yeah, like, like it pops out. Do you like walk out or what do you do? No, I, try, I muster through. I muster up the you courage to get through. He's a trooper. Yeah. He's a trooper. <laughs> got to give him an yeah, not all not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, I there you no, go. I, I, there you listen, go. I couldn't. I couldn't Super say. <laughs> I couldn't say. Well, if you have the same beliefs as Maven does, Manscaped could help you. Absolutely, the weed whacker. Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to like you know go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the weed whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? I like 70s adult films. If that's what you're getting at. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but with that, Ron we're going to take a quick Batman. commercial break and we'll be back with this wrestling icon, Maven. We will see you in a drop kick. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. You need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto excellence. Collision specialists. 631 261 Six four two zero. That's six three one two six one six four two zero. Auto excellence. M and J video games and collectibles, sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M and J video games and collectibles located at ten forty nine Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J.
video games, and collectibles. All right, welcome back to the world's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty and the Petro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. So Danielle was still waiting on Jamie. Um, they just texted me. They should be in here shortly. So in the meantime, we'll do a little bullshitting and discuss a few things. Um, By the way, I need to get some of that good fucking wine because you know I'm a wine drinker, right? Yeah. I'm going to send you. I'll send you a case. But you know what? I want I you need, to try I it first. It's really good. It's no, really good. No, I'm, and I'm, I'm a wine connoisseur. I love wine. So, since you uh, since your appearance last week, which gave uh, I got tons of feedback. The one thing we notice is a wrestling show, and I remember when we first discussed you coming on as the co-host. Um, one thing that was discussed is you know you you weren't a huge pro wrestling fan. So what know, was it I like? Wrestling? <laughs> what? I don't know anything about wrestling. But so. When you got into that world through whatever your relationship or whatever else, what did you think of it? Oh, it's okay. First off, it is definitely better live than on television. I will give it that. Cause like I used to watch when he would, when Matt would talk about things and I was just like, oh shit. He actually gave me his like peacock password and stuff because I didn't want to purchase peacock. <laughs> so I would watch it when he was on. He gave me it to watch it. And I was like, eh. I feel like I'm watching like a Spanish soap opera, like a Telemundo. It's so enthusiastic and very over the top. And I was just like, so I put it in the background as noise. But when I went to my first show, then I was like, oh shit like this is fun like and then you see them doing these things and then you're like you you really get a, a concept of how like technical like and dangerous even some of the like nonchalant moves are and you're like i like it better live than i do on television television i'm like i'd rather watch the real housewives <laughs> like if i'm gonna watch something i'm gonna watch that like it just i i definitely i love it live it definitely gives you a real grasp of it. And I don't know, it just kind of like, it amps you up. But I also think like, even like watching, like I'm a hockey fan. So it's like, I'll watch the lightning on television, but the game completely better live. Like, so it, it's definitely, I, I will say the wrestling, I prefer it live. And it, I, you, you feed off the energy of the fans. Because as someone who didn't know anything, like, you heard, like, I, I've met John Cena before working in Tampa, before I ever met Matt. So, like, I know names. Like, I know who Dwayne Rock Johnson is. I knew who The Undertaker was. Triple um, X. I remember in, in school, it was this, like, you know, like, so I had references to it. I had best friends who had brothers. Um, that like loved wrestling and stuff like that, but I never personally knew anything about wrestling. So like even learning what a heel was, like I watched that Netflix like, like documentary and that kind of like really gave me a brush. I was happy. And then all of a sudden you asked me to do this. I was like, okay, I kind of know what's going on. Like I know what I'm going to be talking about. So it's like you, it's, it's really interesting. Like it, it's definitely like, it's a different world. Um, and I'm getting accustomed to it. I am a guest. 
uh, hopefully maybe residency, you know, but right now I'm, I'm, I'm checking out the scenery and I'm, I'm, I'm adapting to it. I think I had a little bit of a firsthand experience. Yeah, so. no, ab absolutely. And, you know, nothing better than wrestling fans. Is Jimmy on, Abe? He was, but uh, he's frozen now. <laughs> oh so, no this is what i got right now because <laughs> Just... you got the ice queen on <laughs> that's it um not not that you would oh there he is jimmy oh, can you hear us hey can you hear jimmy can you hear us i don't no. think he can hear can't hear us uh-oh take us off bluetooth <laughs> hi Man, I'll tell you. So, when you're around these, not that you you don't you don't seem like a person that would ever get intimidated, but the size of these guys were were they bigger than the normal guys that you run into in Florida, or was it intimidating in any way? Actually, one of my clients lives next to a wrestler. I'm not going to name who he is, but it's it's kind of funny that like I thought uh, Matt was a big guy, and then going wrestlemania is when i physically got to meet a lot of them like mingling and all this other stuff they're they're big guys even randy like i didn't realize how petite kim orton was because i'm five five so like we were both wearing pretty big stiletto heels she still was like half the size of me she is this tiny little thing and then I'm like, we're walking out, and I'm like, looking at Randy, like, he's a giant. Like, this man is like a god. And Matt, Matt's about six one, six two maybe. And and he he towered over me, like. But some of these guys are ginormous. Fun fact: Otis was such a doll baby. Matt zippered up my dress during um, while we were getting ready for the Hall of Fame. And as I'm walking out, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H are behind me and Matt. And all of a sudden, I get the this is the first introduction I get with Stephanie McMahon. Is your dress supposed to be like this? My whole gown that I had custom made ripped in the back because Matt ripped it off the track. Ugh. And I had to go to the bathroom as soon as we got off, like we got off air because it was a long ceremony. And the only person that can get me out of the dress, Otis comes in and like everyone, you got all these people backstage, everyone's trying to get me out of this dress. Cause I'm like, I have to be like, I have to be so bad and I can't lift this whole thing up. Otis helped get the thing off. Thank God. So that was actually my first introduction with them. And it was just definitely like, some of these guys are huge. And even these women, these women are very intimidating with like, they're like, physiques i'm just like they kind of like the average guy to me some of these women's physiques like they put the work in yeah. to get that built and kudos to them but in florida i think florida is it, the standards are very high because if they were really hot so everyone i i asked some of my clients like you work a normal job, but yet I feel like you're in the gym like three times a day. And it's because like we're wearing like next to nothing here. Like I went through my closet the other day and I was just like, I only own crop tops 
Like, I don't have, like, normal clothes. And, like, I have dressy crop tops, like, like work crop tops. And then, like, I'm shopping, and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll go to, like, you know, Neiman Marcus or something. And I'm just like, that's just our style. Like, we're half naked here in Florida. Like, everything that you buy is just you're half naked no matter what because it's hot as hell here. But it's just definitely it's one of those things where people in Florida, I feel, are on that pedigree of, like, bodybuilding and like physique and even going to like we have like the pools like my girlfriends are wearing stiletto heels makeup and they make sure they they go to the gym the first thing in the day to get that pump in and i'm like i want to go swimming i have to wear lashes like i gotta wear stilettos like I don't know about that. Well, we've got a new Floridian in Florida. Our own Jimmy Farrow is finally making his appearance. Danny He's going to get his tan on. There he is, getting his tan on. Jimmy, welcome back, buddy. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? First of all, I just got to say to both of you, nice job, kicking ass. Uh, more importantly, though, congratulations to everyone involved, especially you, Daniela. Na 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 na, hey hey, goodbye. Riddle me this. Ha! <laughs> <De> la vie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's out of here like shit through a goose. Vroop. Pretty good. Pretty good. I, I think Pretty good. Florida, I think Florida has de-aged you. You look like you lost like ten years on you. Uh, yeah, you know, it's weird, too. You're right about the climate. I've been walking around naked for days. I mean, well, kind of. If you, I understand what you mean by the climate. You kind of don't want to wear clothes. You don't, you don't want to wear clothes? You literally keep your, like, air on, like, 68 degrees? Like, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I feel healthier. I definitely uh, feel healthier. Mike, there's less tension here. You might want to try it out. Yeah, I need a little well, less. I need a little less tension in my life. That's for sure. <laughs> you really, you might want to try it out, or at least come down for a week or two. Yeah. So what's going on? What's going on, folks? What did I miss besides everything with this shit phone? Uh well, Jimmy, tell us. Tell everybody out there. The family out there is okay. wondering how you're doing. Everybody's asking about you. How's the change okay. in Florida? What's going on? Phil Daniello and okay. what's going on? Let's let's hear about you, Jimmy. Okay, okay. well, uh, despite uh, the photos that you showed last week, I didn't wind up in Canada, first of all. I didn't have a U-Haul. I didn't have a U-Haul, second of all. Uh, I, I loaded up the car on uh, show night, Thursday nights, Monty and the Pharaoh, 9 p.m., of course, uh, Loaded up the car and left about 10.20 from uh, Long Island on last Thursday. And I got here in 17 hours, actually 16 and a half. I didn't stop. Well, I stopped for gas, but I didn't stop. Loaded up the cats in the back and 16 and a half hours later. And you know what I discovered about the East Coast? Outside of Philadelphia, which was kind of pretty at night, there ain't that much to see. I must have missed something because every city looked the same to me. They look kind of drab, but until I got to sunny Florida, and then I felt the change. And yeah, I'm being partial, but man, I was born here. I don't, I don't know if I was born. You know, people know I was born here, so I'm kind of like coming home in a weird way. I've always wanted to. What is Mike? What do you call it? The back nine for us? Oh, oh, by the way, Daniela, 
Thank you for the original co-host reference, but I'm not sure about the old co-host. Even though I am, you didn't have to rub it in like that. Anyway, but I'm uh, yeah, I'm not trying to change well, the well, name. I'm lo- I like Monty and the Pharaoh. I want to stay. <laughs> I don't want Monty. That well, I appreciate I want Monty that. And the there we go. There we go. But uh, yeah, when I when I got here, I just. I felt like a weight lifted, especially when I hit the central. Now, it's weird. Most of Florida is eastern time zone, but I'm in the central time zone. So when I saw the signs for you are in the central time zone, I knew I was close. So the the uh, ride was good. The cats met the dogs, Mike, just in case uh, you were curious. The, my two cats met uh, Karen McDaniel's two dogs, and that was very interesting because they're uh, American bulldogs, and my cats are just cats. So that was a scene out of the Brady Bunch. You remember that first episode, right, Mike, where the cat, Fluffy, gets chased by Tiger and ruins the Brady the Brady wedding? Right, right. Yeah, it was chaos. So, Jimmy. But as far are, as, yeah, you know. Are you happy? Are you happy with the move? I mean, I know it's early, but um, are you are you glad that you made this move? Oh, he was Yeah, I already He's got happy. a fall. Yeah. No, Danielle is right. I am happy. Uh, I already got a Florida driver's license. That was quick and painless. Um, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, it was quick and painless. Mike, you should see what they call the, the DMV over here. There was like two people watching Andy Griffith. I'm like, what is this? Oh, no, 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 no. See, in Tampa, you got to schedule an appointment. <laughs> oh, really? Well, and maybe you, you should come to PCB because we don't have that. Oh no! I didn't have any of that over here. I'm you in know, the good the neck of the woods. You you're you're gonna Sorry? be swimming. You're gonna be swimming, and what what what's winter for us? Because our blood after about I would say two three years, your blood starts to thin out. So you're gonna be swimming in winter when all of us are wearing like from, Uggs from and like big fur coats and stuff, and we're freezing our asses off. And you're gonna be like, no, this is great swimming weather. <laughs> You're going to be the Daniela, odd one out for a couple where, of years. Daniela, where are you in Florida anyway? Where are you? I'm in Tampa. And you're you're are you oh, Tallahassee? Oh, okay. Tallahassee okay. is about okay. five, six-hour drive. Right. I and got you. And now you got a friend in Florida. I got you. There we, we go. We got to make a trip to the There Keys. we go. Yeah. They don't see any snow here, I've been told. They had a frost one Christmas. That sounds pretty good, huh, Mike? Frost, uh, frost, honestly. Mike is a little occupied right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'll tell you, What though, happened to Mike? When I had... Is, it, is Mike working? Um, he's anyway. just a little occupied right now. Just, uh, just you know, keep conversating. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did he go to the can? <laughs> no, no, no. So, Jamie Dundee's a guest tonight, and he was running a little behind. And he, he's oh, okay. uh, just getting set up now. So we're going to go long tonight. Oh, okay. We all are uh, huge friends of Jamie Dundee and uh, Jamie, yes, his wife, Angela, yes, two fantastic people. Very and beautiful Honestly, um, I cannot wait for Jamie to meet with Daniela. I mean, this is a uh, – how do you say it? <laughs> I want to – like, without – it's a King Kong meets Godzilla. You know what I mean? It's oh um, Daniela, get ready. 
It's Jamie's mouth. That's it. It's Snow White. But you know, wait a minute. It might be the oh, evil queen meets geez. the evil king. It could be that. Yes, we got to. Oh, we, no, we this is definitely. So, Jimmy, if you want to well, hang I'm in there. I had a couple of drinks. I'm going to win. Huh? You want to hang in there and hang stay on with us as long as we uh, meet yeah, with Jamie? Jimmy. It'll be good. You I don't trust this connection, guys. Some, uh, I'm just telling cocktails. you. I don't trust this connection, guys, but, you know. Wait, wait, wait. Is it an Android or an iPhone? Uh, I'm you another email it's a phone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a phone. It does. It texts and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're probably way more technical than I am, Daniela. I don't have any clue what the fuck this oh, thing no, is. I have to... I literally, my 10-year-old knows how to, like, reprogram my phone. I'm like, what's this? He's like, you need to update your iPhone, Mom. And I'm like, how by, do I do By that? the way, Dan <laughs> Daniela, your, Daniela, your phone looks better than so-called professional studios Mike and I have uh, ventured through in the past. I just wanted to mention that. That's my glam lights, too. You know, it's a queen lovely. has to make sure she's prepared. Yes. <laughs> yes. With all my, with all my my ex Twitter wars, I have to make sure I have good lighting. Yeah, when so I, I'm sure I Mike is. asked you already. I'm sure Mike asked you already, but I haven't. I I'm just jumping onto the program. How do you feel about uh, Matt and everything that happened with him? Real quick, if you can for me. No, I'm honestly, I'm I'm I feel vindicated. I do. But that also is costing me. That's why I, the tiara is not because of my birthday that was yesterday. The tiara is because I have been crowned like the voodoo queen, the witch, the evil queen. I put a hex on him. I put a curse on him. I'm the reason he got fired. Not that anything he did got him fired. I got him fired. Because I have all the power in the world. So I figure if I have all the power in the world, a queen must wear her crown. So... <laughs> And and with that, I could tell Jimmy is frozen again. <laughs> oh, no. You see, but I'm back. I'm back to recover this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drive up and visit Jimmy, and I'm going to bring him an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Well, because I, I still have to send him a mic and stuff, but I, uh, you know, I thought he would. Uh, he has his I own. He has his I own. I definitely want to make a trip where me and him are sitting side by side while we're with you. That would be great. Oh my god, that would be. And fantastic. my kids, my kids want to see snow, and we we went to Tennessee this year, and I was like, oh well, maybe we'll make a trip to New York because like I love Rockefeller Center. Like I grew up in northeastern Pennsylvania, so like I my grandmother used to always take us to New York from Hartford, Connecticut, and like we loved it. We'd go for a day trip. And I told my children, like, you have to experience, like, the like the city of, like, New York just really gives you the sense of, like, what season it is. And yeah. So maybe I might have to go. I might have to go to Long Island. You know? yeah, that's a great idea. But that's by the way. To you. Uh, Absolutely. By the way, the great Jamie Dundee has finally arrived. Woo! Jamie, how are you? Yay. I'm better late than never, right? That's okay, man. I'm always glad to see you, man. How's everything going? Man, life ain't, man. Uh, I don't know. It couldn't get much better. But uh, the reason I'm along tonight is uh, I had to take my motorcycle shop, and I had to get the tires changed and yada yada because get it up. 
And so, uh, uh, and then, of course, my Jeep wouldn't start, so I had, had a yard. You know how it is. It's life, man. You know, just, uh, but apart from that, I'm here. I made it, and it's the Monty and Pharaoh Variety Show. I love it. That's it, brother. Uh, you know, Jamie, it's been a while. Jimmy has moved to Florida. He, um, he met. I don't know if you know her. I'll just ask. Uh, obviously, you're aware of Wahoo McDaniel, but uh, Karen McDaniel, so. Wahoo's uh, widowed wife, um, Jimmy is now in a relationship with her, and he moved down to Florida to live with her. Good for well, him. I mean, hey, that, that I mean, that's that's that's. I mean, when someone passes on, you know, it, it, it's a grieving process, and then you must move on with your life. So. Uh, I wonder if he puts Amen. the feathers on and dances around the house. <laughs> well, that leads me into my new co-host, right? So one goes down to Florida, and here's my new co-host, Miss Daniela Petro. Meet the great Jamie Dundee. It is an honor hello, hello, to meet hello. you. So, so my, my pleasure, young lady. Do, do, so is it now called the Monty and Danielle, or are we, what, do we, what do we call the show now? I like the old name. I want to stick with it because even as a queen, pharaohs always have a queen. So we'll, I, I think he should stick with Monty and the Pharaoh. That, yeah, I like Monty and the Pharaoh. Should it be Monty and the Pharaoh's queen? Or, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, Monty Rose Queen. So that, that way, because, you know, we have, to, we have to justify the difference. Jamie, Behind every uh, great man is an even better woman. You ain't wrong there. Believe that 100%. Behind every man is a better woman. Always, always. Whether, whether guys believe Amen. or not. <laughs> Jamie, Daniela was asking, um, she needs some good fucking wine. Uh, can, you, can you recommend good fucking wine uh, to her? I think you've had some, right? I can. Fact, let me see right here. Hold on, let me see. I think I Are you a wine enthusiast? Oh, let me get in on this one. Yeah, here it is, right here. Look, some good fucking wine. This right here. This is what yeah, you got. To get. Buddy. You have to. But the only way to get this, I found out, is you no show, and then you have to come back. Then, like a week later, because your partner gets on the show and bashes you when he's supposed to be your homeboy, and you come back a week later and you get. Wine, you get gifts, you get cheese, you get roses, and you get feathers, feathers, and you get fanned. I mean, I'm like, it made my it made my status double the money, man. It was great. The greatest thing I ever did was no show, no show trip. It was the greatest thing I ever. Did. Yo, Jamie, yes. Jamie. Speaking of that, right? Unfortunately, last time you right. were in New York, we missed you, right? Because. I just yes, personally did, decided it, that I didn't think it was a good was situation a good, to have good. Uh, Wolfie so, in studio. Choice for everybody. Yeah, it was a good choice for everybody. It, it was. And, and uh, that I that we didn't get to do your show, man, or that I didn't get to do my wife and my child. And but I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Here we are today, and we have moved on in life, and here we are. So for the record, I did no show two more. No show uh, Indianapolis. And old, uh, I don't know, old Knoxville or something. Not, not really on purpose. After the New York trip, and I'm like, you know what, man? Man, my house with a thousand in my pocket, and I came home and I had zero, and I'm not gonna do the wrestling business no more. So, just uh, uh, mean to no show, but it was just the best thing I could have done was no show them shows. Everybody's had, and I made my I made my my uh, 
I guess, like I said, I didn't know anybody would even care. So I went to New York. I made up for that. Today and, and and everybody everybody got what they deserved and what they wanted and needed and so life is well. You know when you were when you were up here, I know the trip didn't turn out perfect for you, but how did it make you feel? All these fans showing you the love and the respect that Jamie Dundee deserves. Well, I mean, honestly, that that is what I I have I guess growing up in the wrestling business and my father being a wrestler and my brother in law being beautiful Bobby Eaton it. I never, never looked at it as anybody like it myself, but that anybody would care, you know. And once I found out people did, it was, it was wonderful, man. When I showed up, really, it was great. It made me. The best part was my ten-year-old daughter had never seen. I, I have never wrestled or another ten-year-old daughter. So never. She's my. I love Jamie Room. You know, you see it right now. There's shit there, but I don't think it ever. She had never. Been, her really understood that her was kind of a star, you know. And when we went to them conventions, man, and the people coming up and telling me how they, how they would miss me last time that I was there, and by the end of it, my daughter was almost famous, man. She was like, like got sunglasses on, she was signing her name on some things, and I I got to laughing. I thought, let my child get that bug, you know, that celebrity rock and roll bug. I'm like, oh no, no more, no more. Or be good for my child to get to see that I, I don't think ever really took in her that things that I've done in my life and work had been long before she was ever thought of. So I don't think she ever really understood it. And it was really cool. She got to see the, uh, she thinks she has a, a Queens, New York, and Philadelphia street cred now because she went to the ECW arena and she went to a show in, in Queens and she walked down the road. So now she thinks she's got like a gang. Give her street cred. cred. <laughs> yeah, she got that Philadelphia street cred and got that Queens, New York. She'd be telling these little country town where I live. She'd be telling people, she, I've been to Queens, New York. I've been to, I ain't know where I am. <laughs> I don't know if we lost connection with Jamie. Is he good? Oh. Did we lose him? We might have lost him. Oh, there he is. Hold on. Can you see me? Oh, no. What happened? Can you hear me? You're back now. You're back now. All right, yeah. Good. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the Dundee thing. You just never know. He may be here. He just may disappear. He just, you never know with Dundee. Hell, who knows? You know I was the, really here the whole time, well, though, I promise. You know what the best point about it, though, Jamie, is I've known you for a short time, but you're a good human being, man. You've always been good to us. You're a good man. Um, your wife is incredible. She's gorgeous. Unbelievably She's gorgeous. She's a saint. She, my, my mother, my she mother and Tracy Smothers used to call her from the very first time they ever met her, they said, my mom's a little Australian woman, and she said, love, you're a bloody saint. If you can put up with him, you're a saint, love. And Tracy's mother's, where's Sister Saint? Where's Sister Saint at, Dundee? Where's she at? She can put up with you. So now, the Sister Saint, uh, she, uh, I mean, you know, but most people don't understand this. I guess the JCI and, the, and, the, and the, the entertainment world person that you see, isn't that that lives in this house with my wife and my child, and, and I tried to you know I, that that dude was a crazy that JCI he was a crazy he dude was a drug doing a narcissistic don't give a damn and he's still in here somewhere but we 
we don't like to let that dude out, man. <laughs> That's why I don't like to go around the wrestling business as much because he comes out in it. But I appreciate I question, that, man. I really appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. I have a question. I'm I'm very happy sure. that you're on the show tonight on our on our thirsty Thursday, and you do have this a very Thursday, very good baby. This thirsty Thursday. Um, but I have a question. Now, being famous, have you ever sure. dated any women in the wrestling community? Have you ever intermingled um, well, I mean, for the, the I, I myself, I, I I'm not famous. My dad was still it's just Bill's boy. I got a tattoo right here. On that says "fuck you," I'm Bill's boy. That's all I've ever been, Bill's boy. If I got pulled over by the police, if I went and he said Dundee, I'm Bill's boy. Matter of fact, in court, just in this little country town I live in, just like a couple years ago, in courtman said, "You be the you Bill Dundee's boy, ma'am." She said, "Oh, Bill Dundee was so fine," and I told my wife, I said, "We got this case beat." <laughs> But, but I never. Have I, you ever dated any fans? No, no, no. It's kind of like I, I don't know. It, it's it's two different worlds now. Uh, it no, is. I've never. It is. You know, I never. To me, uh, when I now, especially now, but back in the JCI's days, that's I was JCI. I was the star. I was the egotistic dude, and it was my way or no way. And uh, so I, it wasn't enough room for another one. I, I, that's kind of like. Yes, I don't know. I never. No, no. My, I, my, I like my wives. That. I mean, really, my wives. Every one of my wives, they're the total opposite of what JC Ice was. They don't drink. They don't cuss. They don't smoke. They, don't, you know, they're good people. They're not saying JC very good persons. But anyway, it was a nice. It was a I happy guess, balance to your character. Right. It was my grant. Like like they the ones that could pull me back in. You know what I mean? Because I. I mean, I was a wild, crazy dude, man, from a very young age. When I was four years old, my dad and Tom Rich, they got me drunk, and they pierced my ear with a needle. And, and then eight years old, I started to, to chicks at the wrestling matches for a dollar. moment on, I thought, man, this is my world. I can do this. I can do this for the rest of my life. So it, it was one of those, I, I guess, when I went home, which wasn't very rarely, but, I mean, when I went home, it, it was like a, a. They were your like anchors to, to bring you back down. Right to put me in check. You know, like my mother was the only person support. that could put me in check. Right, JC. That's I, good though, I, honestly. My mother. Right, right, and, and I knew that though. I That's good. And, and also, I've always known that I was pretty egotistical, and, and it was all about me. So drug days. Uh, I wasn't sharing my dope and shit with no chick or nobody else. You know, none of my wives did promote or, I mean, honestly, uh, you know, I have a few different wives throughout my life, which everybody does. But now soulmate, my best friend. And the funny part is when she was like 15 years old, she used to watch me on TV and tell her family. And I'm, I'm that's my boyfriend right there. I'm going to marry him one day. And <laughs> sure enough, here we are. And there you are. Married oh, her. This is where one day. I, Sure enough, sure enough. So it goes to show that nobody's out of anybody's reach. You know what I mean? If uh, if, if you're in I love with a movie star, to be true, you, honestly, you're right. You might be able to marry that movie star one day. So uh, that's why I get offended if my wife says, "Oh, that's a good-looking country singer." I'm like, don't because you know she may run off with that good-looking country singer. <laughs> she may. <laughs> so, Leave her all like that. Yeah, right. Right. 
Hey, well, uh, you just never know. Life is funny, man. Jamie, I, I want to stay positive, but I just have to ask. It's been a while. Sure. How's the relationship with Wolfie sure. now? Is it better? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, Wolfie, listen, Wolfie, like I said, he's always going to be a big part of my life. He's my brother. If something happens to him, I will be very, very upset. But also, like I say, I don't want it no more. I don't care no more. I don't, I, you know, I, I, I did two of the four. You know, I, I committed to four, and I did two, and that was really big on my part to do the thing. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I, I don't want I don't want, like I say, it brings out the, the other side of me, and I don't want to bring that part out. That, that part is done in my life, you know, and I just, I just, I don't know. I love Wolfie. He will always be my family, my brother. Without him, I could have never done nothing in the rest of the business. And without me, he couldn't do nothing as far as, the things we did and you know i mean if you can watch that wwe 24 7 95 or 7 we're on every company bro we're in every single company at the same time and that's just you know at the time it did but i'm like wow that big we're on ecw uswa we're on freaking smoke we're on freaking wc we're on them all in the same week big shit bro i'm like wow man we were definitely i guess uh uh, publicized job boys or whatever you want to call it. We, yeah, hell, I mean, it was, yeah, it, the, the bad problem is it went by so fast and all the money's gone and then you wake up one day, what a ride. <laughs> <laughs> at least we get to wake up, though. Most people just, most, most of the wrestlers, they die at 35 in a hotel room somewhere all alone. So at least, at least I'm 53 and move on. And for wife and my home and I, I mean I I I, I, I ain't better than I thought I could or anybody else. You know. Let, I cheers to that. Cheers to that. I'm gonna do that too. To that, I don't have a drink, but here, here, happy, have happy, good, good wine, I know. good fucking wine. <laughs> what are you doing? But look here, I'm gonna hit, this, I'm gonna hit this joint. I'm gonna hit this doobie when y'all hit the doobie. Yeah. I can't. What get a great away world we live in today. Order. You can go to the store and buy. I, that is the greatest shit in the world. <laughs> Jamie. Believe um, me, I was I was dating yes, the biggest stoner in the world. <laughs> oh, Cheech and John. <laughs> Jamie, last time you were on, you mentioned that yes. Dutch Mantel reached out to you and said you gave the most yes. incredible. He doesn't listen to a lot of interviews, but you gave the one yes. of the best interviews he's ever heard. Since then. That's what. Well, since then, Dutch has blown up, right? He's like a podcast uh, superstar now. But I got to ask you yes, this. Yes, he is. I saw that. Yeah. But I'll ask you, has Dutch Mantel always been, like, wh what? Ex how can you explain his popularity now after all these years? Well, it, it, listen, it, it, for, for the people of today's world, like the, the – Dutch has been there. And what I mean, he, he, he started in the, you know, seven, handsome Jimmy Valiant, you know, the, the Lawler, my dad, you know, there's a bunch of them, but Dutch is the only one they'll still talk about it. But also, if you man tell, if, if it wasn't for Dale, there wouldn't be nobody in the wrestling business. The, you know, a lot of things like Dutch has invented Stone Cold, The Undertaker, Kane, The Rock, he's invented everybody, which I mean, you know, so be it. Everybody has a little part in that, but but I have a bunch of rest here, and the very last page is 
called World According to Dutch. It's a, the, the magazine was called Wow, Wow Wrestling Magazine, okay? Go to the very last page in every single ep, uh, of, uh, copy of Wow. It's called The Wonderful World According to Dutch. And that's how Dutch lives. It's the way it's a wonderful world according to Dutch. And the reason I believe he's blown up is because 80% of the stories telling their truth. But also time they get shuffled up in your brain and they get mixed up and some things get forgotten and some the things get added. And, for, and he's a very entertaining person. Dutch has always been a very funny, entertaining type. And, and, and he has that, that uh, I guess that charisma, that uncle, uh, that uncle Jed, that, you know, that, that uncle Jed type of person where one can relate to Dutch and listen to Dutch and understand Dutch. You see what I'm saying? It, it's, it, it's Dutch, Dutch, Dutch has been there and done that. Believe it. Dutch has been through the, all the companies Dutch started. Poffo started. He was in that ICW. He was in, Dutch has been everywhere and Dutch has earned it. And Dutch has made a lot of money in the wrestling business. Dutch and like Dutch was always, always been my hero because he was the only ever told on me. And all the other wrestlers be not intentionally knowing I was going to get my ass kicked. was in the wrestling business. It's called a rib. In the dope world, they call it rat. You're a rat if you tell on people. But in the rest of it, it's called a rib. So I guess it's. But Dutch, 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 Dutch. Also, I was an eight-year-old little boy, you know, and and Dutch has that type of persona that anybody, everybody listening can 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 relate to Dutch. Does that make sense? They 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 can understand, you know. And especially the the people that know about how the wrestling was back then, Dutch can definitely bring the story alive and make you feel like you were there or you saw it. Does that make sense? Uh, no, I I, I can one hundred percent relate. It's a he's a relatable person, right? With everybody, all walks of life, with all genres, with, with all colors, with all races, with all whatever you want to call it. Most people say if you look. Just a loud mouth of uh, redneck, some racing, some it's not true, but anyway, everyone has what they a believe, in their life. very much so. Everyone He's like the old uncle or the cousin, or that's right, the grandfather, very much so. And everyone can understand and relate. To and plus, what's just telling you is 80% true, you, you know what I mean? Because you know, he was there, it's true. You can other people about the stories, they are actually true. And he's very, like we said, very understand. Like I call him on the phone. He thinks I've already done the show. I said, Dutch, I have not done your show yet. <laughs> I said, it seems like you talk to me, tell all kinds of stories to me. But some are all intertwined. You know, he's got, he got me WrestleMania 13 with an $800 cab bill and all that. Not, 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 not what happened. I did show up one time with $800 cab bill. Not at WrestleMania and not at a pay-per-view. It was on a Monday Night Raw. But, but I mean, the stories are, are basically because that did happen. So, I mean, you know, I did get a hundred dollar payoff, me and Wolfie both. But that was because our money was, was good. This is all we got paid, and they did not bonus us on WrestleMania, which they should have, and they probably could have, but they didn't because we had already been fired and let go or whatever. And so they only owed us a hundred dollars from what to see WrestleMania. They throw, they fly you in. And be there for a whole week. Anybody that's ever done WrestleMania, if the WrestleMania is on Sunday, you go more and you're in that town, you're promoting, you're going nation domination is going to 
So we was going everywhere. Signing everything. And end, you are right, right. Signing radio, whatever, right. And at the end of the show, they only us a hundred because we drew the money up all week. You see what I'm saying? So our payoff was our payoff, but it wasn't because they were saying "fuck you, Jamie Wolfie." It was because that our contract stated we got a certain amount of money on every show, five shows a month. We had the shows a month that rest we wanted. And so they only owed us a hundred dollars. So the true, we got a hundred dollar payoff. But the reason that says we got it is not not how it went. It, we didn't get it because Vince hated us, and I had a hundred dollar cab bill. It wasn't quite like I did have a hundred dollar cab. I challenged Ken Shamrock, but that was on a Monday Night Raw show, and that was was a couple months before or before WrestleMania. So, but I mean, now I have a quick, I have a quick question. Character. I have a quick question. Sure, sure. This is this is. One jailbird to another jailbird. What did right. you go to jail for? Because you know I got, jail, I got bug shots out there. Yeah, I, I, I have my my bird pulls up all the time. She they said, like "Daddy, you, my bug shots." She said, "Daddy, do you know that you are on famous people's mug shots?" <laughs> I said, "No, I didn't know that." <laughs> I've lived in this town for, right, I guess, it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I went to jail and through the penitentiary system in the great state of Kentucky, if you don't pay for it, they will put you in jail. Kentucky? Yes, that's where I live now. I paid some chick 50 bucks a week, and they came and put me in jail for four years, over $2,500. I did a four-year sentence. On and off, coming in and out of jail, you know they let parole you. You have no past record. Jack, you want to And I was so you got more street fact, cred than me. You got, you got more street cred than me. <laughs> I do, but you're not gonna believe this shit. I am 50 years old. That kid it is 32 years old, and they just arrested me last month from a warrant from 1995 oh for. Oh, you believe that shit, man? Took me to jail and don't still owe them seventeen hundred dollars. I said it is thirty years old. Tell him to get a fucking job at that. And they didn't appreciate that, but they made me post a four hundred dollar bond, and I was in jail for four hours, and they Did let me go back. You smiling your mugshot though. No, oh, no. but if you go oh, back and type in Dundee mugshots, you're gonna see a bunch, and I'm smiling in a bunch of them. I'm laughing, I'm joking, I'm smiling because. Yeah, but in this one, I am not because a policeman pulled me over because my fucking uh, taillight or something was out. And then he even said, you're not going to believe this shit, but you got a warrant for 1995. I'm like, what are you talking about? But in the great... Almost eight years old. Commonwealth. Our 18-year-old, 19-year-old Yeah, and listen here, the statute never runs out on child support or murder. And the kid is literally 32 years old. I, ne I never saw this little again since he was four years old. I went to the penitentiary. I, he was 18 years old. He came to my house and wants to look in his eyes. With his eyes, and I've never seen the little guy again. Uh, and bless it. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And they just again, it told me I still owe him $1,700. So, I, I see I see some tattoos on your hands, and I love a man with tattoos. What yeah. do those tattoos represent? Well, here's a rebel flag. No, I'm not, I'm not racist. I was born in Australia, but society says that you can't 
have this no more. So I said, fuck you, society. I, you can't take this. Did you just say you were born in Australia? Yes, I was born in Sydney, Australia. I'm not an American so citizen. Today, I have a green... <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, listen. That, is that the real the Dundee? Dundee? Yeah, hey, I'm the real crocodile Dundee, Mike. You're the original honestly, crocodile <laughs> I have GC Ice uh, underneath these rings. JC Ice Man hey, over here says Ice Man. I want to see the nails. You know I'm a nail girl. Uh, the nails, nails. are. They're, they're, I, I the paint nails. my nails, and I'm gonna tell you why. I paint my. Ain't nothing wrong I've with done that. that since it 19, takes a real man to paint his 1994. Nails. I did one. Did y'all know? <laughs> you know the story of the the West Memphis Three, the three boys that were accused in Arkansas. They were used and sent to fucking death row for 25 years because they wore fingernail polish in this little country ass town. It's called the. Recipe. Bono started a movement that. called Free the West Memphis Three. If you if you go look at an HBO documentary called Robin Murder, they took three gentlemen, Damian Eccles, Jason Bobby, and they three boys, 19, 18, and 18, in the fucking penitentiary for 25 years on death row for a crime they committed. And the reason being is because they had long black hair and they painted their fucking fingernails. So since that day oh. that they put them boys in jail, I had painted fingernails. Show the world that, fuck you, man. Don't judge a book by the cover. These three boys' Don't lives was thrown away. That's, that's right. For real, for real. And, you know, and, I'm, and they I'm threw the away on death that. row. You have to, you have to check off Free the West Memphis Three. Bono, the lead singer of you I used to pick out my ex-boyfriend's nail color when we would go for our pedicure. Yeah, I, I, so I, am, yeah, I, I have done it since. Just because. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and you know, my favorite line is when, like, my little friends or little, but they'll say, "You paint your fingernails like a girl," and I'll say, "Yeah, but ain't you? Ain't no. you tell everybody that a girl beat you up?" And they're like, "Oh no, no, I didn't mean nothing by that." <laughs> and I say, "I don't, don't judge a book by cover just because I paint my no, fingernails no. and I have." does not mean that I am a fucking racist because I say the N-word before and who hasn't. Not that uh, you know everybody's perfect, but I don't know. It's, that's a whole different subject. But in the world we live in, you can be a boy wanting to be a girl that wants to go to a all-girls, but you're a boy, but you're a transgender because you have a boyfriend and now a girlfriend. And they say, oh, that's okay. And uh, and they say something's wrong with me because I have a rebel flag and paint my fingernails. I just don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know at all. I, it's not my call. But I do know that no boy, girl is going to go to a girl's bathroom where my kid goes. I'm not having it. I'm not putting up with it. He's a boy. The boy's oh, bathroom. And once you get out of school. <laughs> oh, that's what I mean. And, yeah, but I mean, you know, I, 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 I judge no. Oh, I have I have I do, gay I friends. I have midget lie. friends, I, I black friends. I have love. white friends. I have Mexican, Chinese, whatever. But also, uh, right is right and wrong is wrong. And you, you know is going in the girls' bathroom where my kid is at. If I'm around, I promise you, or I'm going to jail. What seven? Because Mr. Dundee a smacks a little who, boy. Yeah, I mean for real, because it is what it is. Very much so. Very much so. You know, if you're gay, I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah, listen, I've been to prison. I, listen, gays, they clean your cell really well for, you know, a new. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but I mean, you're, if not right, but, but, but also you try to make 
meeting wrong because you want to go to the girl's bathroom because you're a girl where you're not a girl and you're not going Daddy, where my daughter's going to the bathroom. Glass, at. I got to top off my glasses. Uh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, sometimes I just get to be rants and I forget where I'm at and what I'm doing. But back to the Monty and Pharaoh Listen, Queen show. My, my, my views on it is if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. So whether it's exactly something right. I believe exactly. in or I don't believe in, if you don't stand for That's something, right. you'll fall for anything. You will never opinion on something unless you ask for it or it is brought up in a subject but when you do ask and I don't give the answer that you want don't make me out to be the fucking moron or the bad guy because that's unacceptable oh 100% we are all all entitled to our opinions our views very much we need to do as society is respect it respect our differences yeah, that's right we all know go to the to a concert very much so if we all Restaurant, and you tell me that uh, uh, men in this line, line, and you are a man, and you say you're a woman, you're going to I'm not ever going to say you can't. That I don't mind. That's that's not up to me. But if you ask me, what do you think about this guy who girl going to this line? Then I'm going to never ask a question you don't want to as answer a father. That's the name of my father's book. That is what my father named his book. It's called Bill Dundee. Do not ask. The questions if you don't want the answer and i honestly i live by that I mean, you always if you don't yeah. want to hear the answer to you don't answer the question don't ask the question and i i i may not wholeheartedly agree with a lot of things you say but i respect the fact that you stand for something and that is honestly commendable for you and in the passion being very much so I, I would, as, as they say I, right i would rather be hated but i am love for something that i am not I'm not gonna, I'm, the queen I'm not of gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm the queen of evil. We yeah, love that's you. right. I love it. I love it. The Pharaoh's I like it. I like it a lot. How was your father? Mike, you're quiet. We, we got, we got way off on crazy. We need to go back to normal subjects. Where, Jamie, where are you at? We, we got way out there just then. Jamie, how is your father doing nowadays? He's good, but he don't know it. Uh, you know, that's what the I tell you this, this is my dad all the time. Smiles. So where he's at, he's fucking loving it. <laughs> he, he's not in this fucking today, but I mean, he he he. Wherever I think he's he's back in the eighties. He 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 knows. Like when he when he talks to me or sees me, he knows, and he knows. But he 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 can't. Like my father's never been one. Like when when the very last show I did was about a year and a half ago. Jeff Jarrett was there, and Wolfie and me a wrestling show. I actually wrestled. I packed my own bag, and I had two fucking left shoes. Is that great or what? I packed my own left fucking shoes to wear to the ring. My dad asked me once. He asked me a hundred times. Am I going to the ring with you? Am I going to the ring with you? You know, my father's never been one like that. He can't remember the moment right that second, but he can damn remember eight eighty two. Him and Lawler on top. He lives in the good moments. Yeah, because yeah, he's smiling all the time. The good thing is they say with people who have dementia, I think he's in stage three, maybe uh, the four stages of it. But I believe he's about uh, well, crying all the time, or they're happy, glad to know that at least he's happy all the time, man. Which is uh, cool. But you know, he, he's I'm from that generation where your father and his smiles. I'm taking a shot. Yes, for your and he would love it. He loves it. He 
Yes, he would love it. I'll get a shot. He'd like, baby, bitch, take two for the superstar. Have you heard any news on Jerry Lawler? <laughs> How's Jerry Lawler doing? Well, Law, well, I talk to Lawler a lot, a lot of time, you know, on, on Facebook and uh, things like Law, Lawler's okay. He, they, I saw he was on Monday Night Raw a couple of weeks ago, or you know, I didn't see the Raw show, but I saw somewhere where it said Lawler returned to Raw or something and did a speech or something. But he's still he's still slurring his words a little bit. I think is what they said, but uh. Apart from that, he, he's all right, man. He, he's, he's the king, baby. You know, uh, he's the king, man. Uh, but it's just, it's just, I don't know, man. It, it bothers me just to, to watch all these. Because you like, like, you know how many legends people that have made it weird just this year alone? I mean, I, I got a, somebody sent me a list of them, and I was out, man. I mean, uh, you know, 75, 80 is a hell of a life professional wrestler or any sport that you know that is the line to putting your bodies through those things and i don't know man where nobody's ever promised tomorrow though man that's one thing that earned uh once i made it past 40 years old because nobody ever thought i would live to be 40 but once i made it past 40 i realized that, that nothing nothing's promised tomorrow especially you know as you get old i'm 53 years old man i can't believe that i am 53 years old i was on wrestlemania yeah, 27 years of the hell. You, you know, it's like, wow. You guys go uh, through hell. You know, I've seen the bruises. And, I've seen the cuts. And yes. you think nothing of it that you gentlemen mm -hmm. and women as wrestlers, like, yeah. we take yes. for granted what you actually yes. physically put your body through. Very much so. And nobody, I don't think runs until they step up in the ring one time. Take a back bump and they land on that back and they think, fuck. Because, see, everybody watching TV at home that when you know, when you're a kid, you go in your moves. bed, you jump up and down. Yeah, you jump up and down in your bed and you drop an elbow or something and it's real soft. And it, 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 they don't realize that the only thing we're landing on is plywood and fucking a little layer of carpet and a mat cover. It, they, they, they did a test and it said that every back bump, just one back bump where you're standing, you throw your feet, is equivalent. To being rear-ended in a vehicle at 35 an hour. Every fucking bump we take is a minimum of Listen, being rear-ended in, in a car at 30. That's how they said that. The, 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 I got my ex a massage table because at first, before I saw a live show, I was like, why do you have bruises? Why are you complaining so much? Why do you always want a massage? <laughs> Until I actually yeah. physically witnessed a live show and saw what they were doing and how the, like you guys, it's you're treading with paralyzation, death, like it, oh, it honestly, everything right on the border, right on the bracket. I tell it everybody, is. wrestling was not fake. Fixed. No, they tell us no. Who's Anyone that thinks wrestling anything is anything else, fake. it's not no, fake. Right. It's not between fake. the moment and the moment where we turn it fake and we look all, all the shit hurts like hell but it doesn't hurt at the moment because it the adrenaline around and the people that's it that's it and and and, and it, it's uh, the show tough enough i think really really helped the credibility of wrestling showed marines and friggin snipers and badass dudes taking bumps and coming out of that ring going fuck this man I'm a Marine. Cause it, no, it, 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 it's like watching. I feel like wrestling 
wrestling is like a song, and if that CD skips, it's done for. Yep. I tell it's everybody, done for. And you know, I when you're watching wrestling, wrestling and you, that's it. When you watch wrestling and you go like this, oh, fuck that. Hurt like that. Didn't hurt. Was the one that's how it was supposed to go. When you go like this, oh, boo, that shit sucked. That was fake. That hurt because something wasn't no. right. Something, you know, it, it's I, a dance. I it's a physical the dance. And the cuts as a significant yeah. other. And I tell you, I, I used to like, oh, you're whining. Stop complaining. Like that stuff. I, yeah. This is coming from a non wrestling person. I used to sure. literally just be like, why do you have a bruise here? Why do you have a bruise there? My Valentine's gift was a massage table for my ex. A massage for right. And that's the greatest I, I got him a massage you, table. That's awesome. <laughs> I got him a portable one. I tell you, but it was it we did it we did it seven days a week. You put your bodies through the severity and that seven you put your days a week is yesterday, man. People understand they don't huh? have a clue. They don't have a clue. They don't football players and play I, sixteen games a year. I have to admit, I was very ignorant to it myself. I had no clue until I physically was watching it, and then I was like on edge, like a parent, like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. It, and you know, if you walk up that? and bang your hand on that fucking mat, you realize how hard that ring really is. And and the, the ropes, people don't understand the rope cable. It's a cable underneath a fucking garden hose that is taped up. That's what that is, and, and, and listen, when the first time you hit them ropes, when you're starting to learn to wrestle, oh, God, so bad, bruises and shit all on your ribs until you learn how to hit them the right way, you know? <laughs> no, I give you, I commend you for being a wrestler, because honestly, I've never personally experienced that myself, but being a significant other, I, I definitely, I took it for granted knowing the severity of like what is possible that can injuries and everything else. Like it's, it's definitely on next level. Like it's definitely not fake. The bruises are real. The cuts are real. Like no. you're putting your body Everything's through hell and back. And, but the only thing is that, that it, you, you have to have a lot of trust in the guy you're with too, because the guy you're working for working with, he, he has, your, he has your life or your whatever in his hands. It's you know, Ray Mysterio can fly over that, that top. That's right. Ray Mysterio over that top rope with a double, triple gainer moonsault. If, I, if I'm not there to catch him, he can't do that. So he has to have enough trust in me to catch for him to even do that move. So that's where, for, as they used to say in the old days, that's where you, it's, you, it's you're made. You know, it's me like, and you tonight. I Need. That's my money. Like You're my in, money. I'm your money. It's like money. an intimacy. It's like having sex. You gotta trust your partner. It that is. It, it is. It's like why you dance. Get why you have a dance, right. a physical dance. Right. That's right. It is. And if you listen, if you prematurely come, that is over and it sucks. And that's what happens. It's the same as I like. I like your. Did you I like, <laughs> your, I like the way you put things? I like the way you. You, if you prematurely ejaculate, the match is over too early, and the people go boo. <laughs> if you do it right, <laughs> if you do it the right way, it's like a you're a full-on game. Better be good. Yay, <laughs> Monty! Fuck, fuck! I love the Pharaoh's queen. Fuck the Pharaoh! I'm glad he's down there putting <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> This is way better. This is way better. Than that. I don't even remember his name. What was his name? <laughs> Oh my God! Can you pull it out too soon? Come here, wait, wait, wait a minute. Y'all said, y'all said.
Dundee, your wife's beautiful. Look, 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 look at my wife. We are not making fun of these people. My wife great. is having her she her, her good night moisturizer so she can go to bed. She has to go to work tomorrow and be beautiful so she'll get her tips at Cracker Barrel. So. <laughs> there you go. All right, Jamie, we're almost Man. out of time. Um, Man, I hate that we're out of time, but you know what? All good things must come to an end next time. That is it, brother. Oh, Dundee, you have been... A blast to interview. <laughs> well, thank you very much, and I've enjoyed it. And maybe one time come and show up at the right time and be there like I'm supposed to be. That'd be Wendy's always fashionable late, and I go out with a smile. So thank you very much for having me, and I enjoyed it a lot. Thank you. One final question, Jamie, before you go. Sure. What is the most, what are you most proud of in your entire life? Oh, good question. Wow. wow, that's a hell of a question, bro. That's a thinker. Wow. You're wrong. Uh, I mean, fuck. Are you in the real world or in the wrestling world or in the entertainment world? In or, your I mean, life. I mean, it doesn't matter. In All my life, matter. what is the am I the most proud of? Yep. I would have to say the man I made because of my wife. Because, yeah, honestly, because you, you said to me, Jindy, you're a good person. And honestly, I, I'm only a good person because of the 15 years of my life when I met my wife. And that's no bullshit. I'm not trying to suck up. She ain't got no money. She ain't got no dope. This ain't a drug thing. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, one of those, uh, honestly, uh, I'm proud. I passed a mirror and looking at these days and not, and not have no shame. And uh, I'm just proud of the. the I'm become, giving your wife a robe just for that. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, without whatever. See, my wife had to write a lot of things down because when we stuff the men, they say it, and we as men, we hear it, but we don't really comprehend it. We don't understand. But it takes a good woman she, to she, really lock She wrote down. down many, many things, and I would read that, and I would say, "Fuck." I said that or I did that. I can't believe that. And so I made sure I changed. You see, and so I sure guess, I guess that, that I'm proud of the man that I am today. And uh, that is the most the thing I'm proud of is that, that my wife, uh, she saw the good in me and she brought it out for real. And and I, I give her her because she's damn sure uh, – she is damn sure took Jekyll and made Hyde or took Hyde and made Jekyll. <laughs> there you go. Well, Jamie, like I said in the beginning I of the show. Like, I'm, I'm being the woman of the show. I'm like tearing up. Right oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, I mean. If, no crying and wrestling. Listen, if you go back and watch some of them old videos, fuck. If you see why it was a mean man, I was I was a loose cannon. I was off the chain, man. I was a. Uh, it was a mega. I mean, but in either Dundee, way in my life, I could could have been a statistic. Dundee. But once Dundee, I say, you agreed with me. I wrote it down, and I understood. You agreed with me when I said behind every great man is an even better woman. Very. Wrong. You are not wrong. And in some cases, behind every great woman is another great woman, or behind every great man is still another great woman, or you know how it goes today. Transgender. What? Behind every transgender, great transgender. Oh, we're not going to get it. But all I know is. But Jamie Dundee, <laughs> you, sir, are a great yes, man, sir. and I thank you for coming on the world's number one pro thank wrestler you. broadcast. Have a great night. Yes, Have a great yes, weekend. It is.
Thanks, and I appreciate y'all and my love to the Pharaoh's queen. You got it. Daniela, another one in the books, my, my friend. He brought tears to my eyes. You... I love it. Jamie Dundee. I am a hopeless romantic. Jamie Dundee is a good man. He is a good man. I and you know, were fantastic. Like, Once again. As a hopeless romantic, he brought his wife. He's like, I got to thank my. Oh, my God. Like, that's a. Oh. Another Sorry. home run from the yeah. Queen. I want to remind everybody tomorrow, three special shows. Doink the Clown at 5.30, Duke the Dumpster at 6.45, and then T.L. <laughs> Hopper at 7.50. Back to back to pack, live in studio. Daniela will be celebrating the rest of her wonderful birthday at the Tampa Bay Lightning game at the Day of Smooth. Yeah! Bruce from ESO. I want to remind everybody you are watching the world's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Catch us on the Monty Nefaro YouTube page, the Monty Nefaro Facebook Live page, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. Channel 115 every Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. and Channel 20 every Wednesday at 7.30 a.m. and Channel 115 on Saturdays at 11 a.m. We're over 150,000 fans watch us weekly. I want to thank Jimmy Farrow for making his first return in from Florida. He looks younger, like you said. Oh, here's a shot to Jimmy. I just poured another Jim Beam shot. There you go. I want to thank my wonderful co-host, Daniela. Until next Thursday, you want to do another? All right, I'll do, I'll do another. All right, there you go. I'll see you next Thursday. Don't remind everybody, a special Friday. Join us. I want to thank everybody out there for joining us. We love you so much, and we're honored that you guys stay with us every Thursday. Your loyalty and love for us is incredible. And once again, happy birthday, my queen. Mike, I appreciate you.